Hello and welcome to From the Rookery End on FA Cup final day. Uh, I am here in uh, building Watford with uh, 22 other people. They include uh, myself, uh, John, uh, Mike. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, my son, Eli. Hello. Uh, Arlo is around. Um, so, Michael, you are uh, leg up, leg in plaster. Yeah, quite extraordinary. Who You couldn't make it up, could you? I said at the start of this, when we qualified for the FA Cup final, I was going to make the most of this experience and do absolutely everything I could involved in it. Didn't necessarily think that would, would meant taking on the sort of real life professional footballer and having a, a ruptured uh, what have I done? Ruptured Achilles. Ruptured Achilles. Yeah. So great experience to play at Watford yesterday. Just kept out a penalty from Tommy Mooney, which was amazing. A short forty-five minutes later, I was in the crumpled heap on the floor. Um, but look, nothing's going to stop me enjoying this day. I've been to Wembley already. Did a little bit with the BBC, which is amazing. Been pitch side, so already this day is very very real to me seeing Wembley it was a sort of jaw-dropping moment we've been there plenty of times before but just getting in there it's like whoa here we go but then again like you said there's 22 of us here amazing to see all our friends and family here having a great breakfast walking around Watford since we got back from Wembley there's so many scarves everyone's been either into the Hornet shop or got Watford regalia on it's unbelievable I'm loving this so so much you said you were walking around Watford I think it's more of a, a hobble, I think, than Michael. Yeah. So we're not going to do, uh, we'll do the, this podcast. Going to be the, the story of our day for Mike. It will be his uh, hobbling around, uh, but that's not going to be a problem. Uh, and uh, we're going to get there uh, as a whole team. Jason's here with his family. Kieran's here with his family. We're going to hopefully hook up later on with with Geordie, maybe, and, and hopefully Colin, because uh, the, the whole Watford family are off to Wembley, and uh, so are we. Here we go. So, Jace, you've uh, we're still in uh, still in bills. Uh, you, you, you're you're in running gear, Jace, this morning. Are you going to be running to Wembley? Uh, no, I don't think I've got enough energy left in my legs to run to Wembley. Um, after all the uh, excitement of, of running around the Vic for nine or ninety minutes yesterday, I decided this morning to carry on and do my usual Saturday morning park run at Casterbury Park. What was it like? Was it? I just saw. Is that picture? Lots of Watford people wearing lots of yellow. There was lots of yellow, which was great to see, and other football kits. I even saw a 1987 FA Cup final Coventry shirt being oh. worn, which was great. Draw on the spirit of the underdog there. It was very, very busy, as well as the excitement around the Cup final. There was no Rickmansworth park run today, so I think there were a lot of people coming over from Ricky to, to run in this one, so it was very, very busy, which meant a bit of a slow start. My legs very quickly told me, what are you doing? We did some exercise yesterday and it was very, very difficult. I think it was a slower time than usual for me, but I ran all the way. I managed to finish. Um, it was a great atmosphere. Even walking there, there were, uh, were Watford shirts around the town and there were a few knowing nods and winks as you walk past people in, in the same shirts. Um, a few shouts have come on your horns. And when we got there and the race director was giving us a, the race briefing, there were a few sort of shouts through the crowd of, of come on your horns yellow army everyone at nine o'clock in the morning clearly ready for Wembley oh it's building it's building we'll, uh, we'll have to go to the pub soon I think a podcast made by Watford fans for Watford fans from the rookery end okay right at Wembley Mike has gone into the media a bit uh, where he's going to be uh, hopefully a bit better. He's going to be on Talk Sport. Uh, see how that feels. I'm waiting for everyone else. I had to, I had to dash home to try and get uh, my phone, which I'd left there. 
very important communication uh, in modern days uh, when you're at Wembley. But I, the green man's full. No one's been let in, apparently. Colin's in there. No one else is getting in. Just outside Wembley at the moment. I wait to go in. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Just looking up at, at Wembley, you see all the people in their smart outfits through the windows having their lovely lunch in a lovely calm manner. I don't think it's going to stay that way. I just, I've got a feeling it's not going to be lovely and calm. The rest of this podcast is going to be our story of our afternoon, how it sort of pans out all around the ground throughout the game, throughout the 90 minutes, before it starts. As ever, thank you so much for listening to From the Ricker End and all the podcasts that we do, all the podcasts we've done this week. Yeah, hopefully this is going to be the grandest of them all. Come on, Green man full. I've come in early. Bumped into Andy, uh, Andy Lewis from the Hornet's Nest. Andy, how's your morning been? What time did you get up? Well, I've been a little bit like a kid at Christmas, really, uh, for the last couple of weeks. I think I've only managed to get maybe seven hours sleep across the last two nights. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's not been good, so I'm feeling is, it. Is that, is that a, a lack of ability to fall asleep or waking up and then not getting back to sleep? It's actually a bit of both. Okay. Um, I, I struggle with getting to sleep. I can sleep, um, Shani, my girlfriend, will tell you, I sleep forever on public transport <laughs> um, and when I'm meant to be paying attention to like, meetings at work and stuff. But when my head hits the pillow, I'm wide awake, I'm buzzing. Um, and having an FA Cup final to look forward to throughout the week, it's been a, not, uh, you know, a perfect storm for not getting any sleep. So this morning I woke up about five o'clock and realised that getting back to sleep just wasn't going to happen yeah. so figured right I'm going to go home get ready for the day um, and then travelled here got here pretty early maybe about half ten but early bird catches the worm as yeah. they say um, so I've been able to soak up uh, the atmosphere and now when we're talking maybe what hour and a half before kickoff, and it's building nicely yeah yeah it's, the, the, the concourse is uh, building up much busier than I sort of expect to be at this point but it's there's 28,000 Watford fans about to turn up uh, but it, it's been a wonderful week for Watford fans the club has done some fantastic stuff online but generally there's lots and lots of stuff out there that's been the build up to such a special day it's been fantastic um, you know these chances as we know don't come around often this is my first FA Cup final it's probably a huge majority of Watford supporters first FA Cup final um, and so to mark that occasion, um, I find the Watford fan base, uh, we've got an incredible pool of talent in our fan base, not just limited to things like graphic design and things like that. We've got storytellers, we've got podcasters, we've got uh, vloggers, we've got video, video creators, etc. And the building up to this game, um, it was always going to be special. But I think the content, not just that Watford have produced with the uh, Imagine If video, which move me to tears I'll admit but the things that the fans have created as well and you know yourselves with the preview podcasts Hornet Heavens six minute long podcast yeah. which was incredible um, you know I've put some uh, some videos out some other supporters have chipped in um, with blog posts looking back on 84 and how their feelings differ some lovely stories about um, certainly Ollie Wicken for example who was taken to the 84 Cup final by his dad and now he's getting to take his son to this game so stories like that which make you realise as a fan you know, what an incredible club we support and what a fantastic occasion this is I saw Lana Burney outside the Watford uh, author and he sort of said we've won already <laughs> do you feel that? <sighs> well technically no because <laughs> the, game, the game hasn't kicked off quite yet but I get, I, I get what he means and yeah to an extent um, if we do lose which let's be realistic 
the chances are we probably will. I hope we are talking afterwards about a famous Watford win. If we do lose, you know, we'll have been beaten by a better side. And I can accept that. Um, it'll, it'll break my heart because to come this far and not win the trophy is not what you want. But I can accept losing to a better side. And we all know that's what, what City are. So it's a day to be proud of our football club and to show the players and Javi how much we love this football club. OK. There's a long way to go till, till uh, kick-off, but uh, we'll, 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 we'll have a couple more beers. All right, we're still on the concourse. Kelly is joining me. You all right, Kelly? I'm good. I'm nervous, but I'm good. I'm excited. I'm trying to let the nerves go into excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the thing we're all trying to achieve at some point. We've just seen the teams come up on the screen uh, on the preview podcast, the chat, the question, the who says what. Jason said Cabaselli. Everyone else said Maps. It's Maps. You're happy with that? Correct decision. Uh, I just think on recent showings, I think that's the correct decision. I think that the defence is something that needs to be addressed in the summer, but I think where we are right now, I think Cabaselli's been a bit wobbly recently, um, and I just think the man for the biggest occasion, he doesn't let us down. Cue him laying us down now, I've said that. But I, <laughs> I, just, think, I just think that Mariapa deserves to start. I know this isn't romantic. He deserves to start, and I think he's the right man for the job. In many games, that would be a, a 4-4-2. Do you think it's going to be a 4-4-2? No. I think it's going to be what Watford do quite a lot where it changes when in possession. Um, I think it will be a 4-4-2 at the start. I think it's going to depend how City starts the game. I think they'll pack the midfield, which I think is the right thing to do. Um, because let's be honest, you can't really have two out-and-out strikers against Man City. No. So I think that is going to be where a lot of it depends, just as Arlo arrives. <laughs> right on cue as we're podcasting. Yeah, I think it will change depending on the game. What are you going? Is this, is this is that the right team? Is this the, out the right team for Watford to be able to do their best and to make us and the town proud? Yes, and that is the team that we expected, obviously. Big cheer in the concourse when Holobas's name was announced because that, that makes a huge difference to us because I think set pieces could be key today and we've seen the balls he's put into the box this season have been fantastic. I, I, I don't look at any of that bench and think, oh, they'll wonder how they're not starting. I think everyone there has earned their place. Um, and I think Andre Gray is brilliant to have off the bench. I interviewed him earlier this week and I got the feeling he wasn't going to start from what he said then, but how good is it to have him to come off the bench? Um, and Gerald Delafeo is fit. He did always look like he was going to be fit, but I think him and Troy together, that's, that's exactly what we want up front. Right, one hour to go. Colin, we're in Wembley for a cup final. Unbelievable, John. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> Wait, wait, what colour flag? You've got a red flag. I've got a red flag. Very Graham Taylor. He introduced red to the club. And I just feel like this whole day is all about him, really. How, about, how has your day been? It's been absolutely wonderful. I woke up at half a six thinking, well, I'm not going to get any more sleep, so I'm going to get up. And now what am I going to do? But it's been a wonderful day, and I just being here, so like 84, all the feelings are the same, all the excitement and apprehension. But the expectation is different. I really expected us to win that game. And, and today I don't. But, you know... It might happen. It's happened before. There have been shocks and cup finals are, are different and they affect players in different ways. I just hope that we really turn up and do our best, even if we get beat. It'd be great to see us play well, maybe get a goal, give the fans some excitement. It's fantastic to be here, Tom. Fantastic. It's going to be great.
FA Cup final day with a bind with me. Seven minutes gone and it's a very stark realisation that there is an FA Cup final underway and Watford are involved in it. Um, <laughs> difficult to take it all in at the moment, it's pretty frenetic. Um, Man City getting into Watford's box with regularity but Watford breaking a couple of times. Um, Watford fans, noisy, the whole thing pretty nerve-wracking really but enjoyable. FA Cup final, Watford in it, nil-nil, eight minutes gone, loving it. 10 minutes on the clock, just had my first experience of what it's like for your, for your side to have a really good chance at uh, Wembley in the FA Cup final. Great break from Watford, uh, Delefeo down the, down the right and played in Pereira, uh, who uh, wasn't able to finish. So 
Yeah, just so exciting to see these chances come to Watford. That was certainly the best uh, best chance of the game. Pereira probably needed a little bit too much uh, too much time, but uh, my heart rate has increased to too many beats per minute. Come on, you want it? Well, it's certainly an eventful final so far. 13 minutes gone, not too long since we last spoke. Um, Troy Watford another break. Troy Deeney did will to one will to win the ball, but it was like hacked down. Uh, Kevin Friend played advantage. Uh, Gerard Delafoe breaking through, looked like he was through on goal, and then Kevin Friend brought it back. Uh, interesting to note that if the challenge on um, Deeney had been by a Watford player, then you can almost guarantee that it had been a yellow card before uh, it even hit the ground. But absolutely nothing, not even a talking to from uh, Kevin Friend. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But uh, it has to be said, it's an exciting cup final so far. But Man City on the break, cleared up by Kiko. Come on, you Golden. 20 minutes gone. Arlo, how are Watford doing so far? 20 minutes in this game. Are they even or man is it better? What do you reckon? Um, even. Even, even, even. Kelly, it, it, I think Arlo's right. It, it, it's fairly even. No one's had a, a, a really, really clear cause. You know, clear chance. What we do you think? Had, we had that one chance, which I felt like. I'm hoping that isn't going to be our only chance, but I think we're containing Man City really well so far. And it's, yeah, it's been pretty even. It's an um, incredible atmosphere as well. Yeah. Carry on, 20 minutes gone. Almost 22 minutes gone here. It's pretty much been the, uh, the Alamo. We've been up against it. The game's been played a lot in Watford's half. Another ball coming in now. Oh, oh trouble. Oh, great clearance from Maps. And a foul given. Thank God for that. Um, anyway, it has been mostly in our half, but it has to be said, one, we've had the best chance of the game, Roberto Pereira. Um, would have put your money on him scoring that, but good save from Edison. Uh, and then we've just had a, a few minutes respite, a, a sustained spell of pressure. And we, we've caused them trouble up there. We're not afraid to, to go on the counter-attack, despite the fact that we are... Uh, Sitting back deep when City got the ball. Noticed that both Hughes and uh, Decore at times are dropping in in line with the back four. And we're almost playing as a back five and a back six. City are pushing Walker and Zinchenko forward. They're looking to get Sterling in behind Firmino a lot of the times, but he's done well so far with a lot of support from Hughes. And so we can keep it going. First time today is the Man City fans. We can hear it. It's Watford nil, Manchester City won, and really frustrating. Came after a really good spell of pressure from Watford, really. Um, looked like there might have been a shout for handball. A couple of decent uh, ball ricocheted into Vincent Company. We've seen a replay, can't see if it came off his shoulder, elbow, but obviously a big shout for it. Decore has gone absolutely potty and got booked for it. Um, and then that sort of, in turn, has ruffled Watford a little bit and uh, struggled to get the ball away. And... Uh, yeah, a little passage of play. Man City has scored. Really, really frustrating because Watford, uh, Watford have been great and they just uh, couldn't get the ball away. And it's 1-0 City. Real big shame. But we're still in this, playing well. Just need to keep it up. All right, six minutes later, Kelly. Watford are 1-0 down. <laughs> you don't even ah. know what to say, do no. you? I just turned to Arlo and I said, I don't think we deserve that. No. 
But I said before that that one chance Pereira had when he went through, the difference is when City get those chances, they take them. And that's what we've seen there. That's their first real chance on goal. We had another chance a few minutes before. How we're not one ahead, I don't know, but that's been Watford recently. And now City are on the attack again. You just hope the crowd can lift themselves and we can find a way back into this because we certainly deserve something as it stands. Word about the, the atmosphere, noticeable that uh, the Watford fans are absolutely incredible, incredible voice, by far and away the noisiest in the stadium, lovely to see everyone singing in unison, magnificent atmosphere, well done Hornets, this is blooming brilliant, keep it going everyone. Uh, gone at Wembley it's Man City 1 Watford nil mum how are you feeling? I'm feeling a little bit uh, upset but I'm still very optimistic upset but optimistic I think that's uh, a decent summation from mum there yeah it's like being Watford have been very much in the game you do get the feeling we said before the game that uh, for this to have to fall right for Watford everything has to go their way they need to take their chances they had a couple of good ones and hasn't quite gone their way Decore's in the book which is going to make it difficult for him um, and the, the defending is looking increasingly frantic so Watford are going to need to get calm, get settled as Watford just concede another corner you know, Holobas is getting rattled, there's been lots of arguments with the refs and officials the, the goal was definitely onside um, so a predictably tough half for Watford but sir, by no means out of it Watford in the FA Cup final, they're competing we're enjoying it, uh, but they need to settle then they need to uh, yeah, they just need to get back in the game come on you golden boys Colin, 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 it's half time. Mm. An FA Cup final, and we're in it. And then we're here. Are we in it in terms of this game? Well, I don't know. I think that if it had been 1 0 at half time, we'd, we'd have a puncher's chance. But uh, 2 0 is going to be very, very difficult. We can't seem, we seem to have panicked a little bit under their pressure but it's you know better teams than us have done that they yeah. press and press and press they're so fast you get a second on the ball half second and, and you've got to be so uh, together to get yourself out of that press the little passes and we've done alright at times but the real problem is that once again we've had, we've had two good chances and we haven't taken them Pereira had a, had a one on one with the keeper and okay he came off his line really fast and he is massive but and he bloody comes off his line. He does. But a little bit of calmness, and, and you would expect Pereira to finish that. And if we've gone one up, you know, you just don't know. It changes the game completely. But they're, they're camped in our half most of the time. And um, I don't really see how we can change it. We haven't got the personnel. So we've got, to, we've got to just trust a little bit of fortune. Maybe Nick won. Maybe put a little bit of doubt in their minds. But, I mean, they're pretty invincible. Well, my thing is, do you remember on the playground? Last one to score wins. Yeah. I reckon we should invoke that. Now. <laughs> and he take one goal. It's 4 0 down, but we get one and win the cup. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last one, last goal to score. Listen, we've win. been here before with Man City, been dominated, and we've got back in the game somehow. We scored a goal and uh, we've made them suffer, Pep's mm. words. So we need to do that. And, it, and the only thing we can hope for is that they suddenly get a bit complacent and start. Remember that West Ham game when they went 2 0 up and started mugging us off, as yeah. Troy said? And we just battered them. 
I mean, this isn't West Ham, obviously. But yeah, yeah. We, can, we can hope, but I, I just think they're so professional, they're so well coached, they're technically so good, they're so fast. It's very, very hard. We knew it would be hard. We knew it would be hard. Yeah, yeah. If we get out of this with a 2 1, or if we, can, if we could get to 2 all and make it into extra time, we'd be heroes. 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 Hero time, everybody. Hero time. So the Hornets are 2 0 down. Uh, first goal, I think we were a bit unlucky, although we, we lost the ball in midfield rather easily. But then after that, I think there were a couple of ricochets and uh, ended up looping over for Menia's head and Silva, I think it was, took the, took the finish well. Um, second goal though, oh, soft, soft, soft. Not, not happy with that one at all, really. Not sure what Herelio was doing, whether he needed to go out like he did. Um, but clever from Jesus, did well to get it past him still. Um, are we still creating chances you know we're still counter-attacking when we can my, my biggest fear is I don't know how long we can keep up the way we're playing for we seem to be pressing less towards the end of the second half uh, towards the end of the first half um, and I think the players will tire uh, with, with Takure particularly and Hughes covering so much ground in the game on a big Wembley pitch those legs will tire and, and towards the end we uh, we could well be up against it. I think I've already noticed with City, they can see that we're dropping in and sort of forming a back six at times. So they're getting the ball in from the flanks a bit earlier. Gundogan sort of hovering around the D and finding space quite easily. And then they're just trying to find the space from there. So we need an early goal. Keep pressing, lads. And hopefully we can get it. Half time. And it's Man City 2 what for Neil and it's really frustrating really because I think if I'm being hypercritical I think Watford lost a little bit of discipline after the um, after the shout for handball and uh, the subsequent Decore yellow card I think they lost their discipline they lost their shape Holobas had his uh, his moan at the linesman perhaps he had a uh, he was right in doing so but it all got very very scrappy very um, very desperate very quickly and it was no surprise to see that second goal go in um, just just frustrating um, I don't think Watford will feel like they gave their backed up their first 20-25 minute performance with uh, uh, the way they should have done obviously it's difficult with relentless attack from Man City and it's, it's going to get hard it's going to be, be tired most of the game has been played in in a Watford half defensive rear guard so they're going to get tired but just a little bit frustrated I think a bit of discipline there and they could have uh, they could have had Man City worried for longer as it is it's uh, half time and it's Man City 2 Watford nil. five minutes gone in the uh, in the second half frenetic start uh, Man City have had the ball in the back of the net offside but more encouragingly perhaps Watford have had a decent couple of passages of play one where they overplayed it slightly and didn't manage to get a shot off and then another when Pereira really should have shot again the goal wasn't gaping but he had a clear sight of goal all he had to do was swing that right leg at it have a chance and Watford really are going to look back on this I think and think we should have had made a better chance of uh, a better fist of the chances they're creating because they haven't been plentiful but there have been a few of them um, and it's just they're just not taking them Pereira guilty again of, uh, uh, of not, not making the best of a, of a decent opportunity but another frenetic start to the second half it's, uh, if this ends 2-0 um, I don't know what I'll do but uh, I can't imagine it ending 2-0 71 minutes gone, the Hornets are now 4-0 down. Um, I think this half, 
we've, we've, we've come out better than we finished the first and we've kept pressure, pressurising them, kept sort of playing a, that pressing game against them and, and we've, again we sort of caused them a few problems but City do what they do best. They've bought Kevin De Bruyne on. I mean, for crying out loud, how can you bring a player like him off the bench? It's just, just incredible. And he is looking to tear us apart on the counter-attack. And they've scored two good goals on the counter-attack. Tom Cleverley coming on for Will Hughes now. Getting a good reception from the City fans for obvious reasons. Um, and, and City are bringing on Leroy Sane. And that says it all, doesn't it? Uh, Incredible! What a team they have. All I want now, I think, is for, for us to score a goal. Come on, Watford, you can do it. Kelly, 5-0. Anything to say? Please don't be six, because that's the record FA Cup final score. Yeah. And people on Twitter are saying about brackets. Do you know what we went for it? We went, I don't know if it was three or four nil down when he brought on success and he made the changes and we've got three up front. He had to do it, he had to, but as soon as it was 2-0, this game was over, unfortunately. But can I just say, I said it before, but I'm immensely proud of the fact you can still hear those Watford fans. We've only heard City fans. I think when they got to 3-0, yes, maybe they expect this success, but it's been a fantastic day. I would say to anyone listening that isn't a Watford fan, I think it's a little bit harsh. Equally, though, you have to appreciate just what a good side they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a different level. It's cost them a lot of money. <laughs> They're corrupt. No, not <laughs> Coming. Anyone minutes go? by Watford fans for Watford fans this is from the rookery end oh right we've come out um, Jace is with me Jace go on FA Cup final we lost it pretty dramatically no catastrophically <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. like that. anyway how was it for you uh, yeah <laughs> they were ruthless weren't they yeah At- Absolutely ruthless, and it and it does hurt when you sort of see teams taking you apart like that. But they are so, so good. A team that can bring on the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and Leroy Sane. This just feels unfair, doesn't it? Just feels I mean, I, I think I don't think a substitute's ever allowed to get man of the match. <laughs> but De Bruyne uh, did, apart from Andre Gray when he did against Fulham. Was That's it? true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, we had we had a good go at them, and I uh, we had that chance. Bobby P. If he scores it, it probably isn't a different game because Man City played so well today. It didn't matter if they'd have gone 1-0 down, they probably would have got there in the end anyway. And we had a chance after that. And, and second half, we started really well. Though we, we, we looked a bit limp at the end of the first, came out better in the second half, and then he got us on the break, and then he got us on the break again. And no matter who you are, when you go 4-0 down like that in a big final with a team picking you off, 
your head's going to drop and it's, it's probably too much to ask to sort of try and keep things going and, and keep it at 4-0 and get a goal back and they just picked us off as and when didn't they and could, probably could have had more but not are you, are you, do you think you can use the word disappointed <coughs> there's I'm not sure it's disappointed maybe flat if we'd have lost a, a tight game 1-0 2-1 I'd have probably been I don't know maybe maybe upset more than disappointed but because the game was gone sort of after about an hour and there's no no way of coming back I think it just felt a little bit flat and then for the last 10 minutes oh. when the crowd got going again awesome. that was fantastic and, and I think I'd got over it at that point and the players went up got their runners up medals crowd right behind them and I did notice I did see all the City fans all the City fans were applauding our boys as they went up and got their runners up medals probably quite easy to do that when you just beat them 6-0 but fair play to them they didn't have to and uh, yeah they were applauding and and I hung around I, I saw yeah. Man City lift the FA Cup I've been to an FA Cup final I've seen my team playing an FA Cup final we've had a couple of great days we've everything that happened yesterday as well wouldn't swap it for anything go on then Michael I spoke to Colin he's loving the day he's loving the, the who we're with Jason was disappointed but knew what what we were up against what about you combination of those two nothing is going to take away all the fun and games we've had nothing will take away the the joy of seeing what come out to that quite incredible entrance yeah. and all the razzmatazz before it nothing sh- could or should take away from that um but yeah, massively disappointed at the end of the day to li- e- equal the record defeat yeah. in an FA Cup final, which no, is that, that's disappointing. I, I said earlier, I'd like to have beaten that at least. Be the worst loser ever. No, definitely not. I know what you mean. You sort of get a bit of gallows humour and you want to you want to go past that. But I think tomorrow morning we wake up, we'll be glad we didn't. Really disappointed. I think we fluffed our lines ever so slightly. Manchester City are an extraordinary side. They don't give you any second chances. They're always they're going to take the chances that they have. Um, so to lose to them is no surprise is no disgrace but I do think we were, had a foothold in that game it was becoming increasingly frantic and we were having to defend much much more than they were but we had that great chance early on in the game that goes in and it's a, it's a different different day altogether Do you really think it was a foothold? I never felt a foothold I felt, I felt a couple of moments I felt that it, we, were, we were frustrating them and I thought the longer it went on and if we could certainly I was thinking about getting into half time at 0-0 that would be a terrific effort and you know, Pereira looked like he was. You know, they looked like they were dancing around just about enough to, to cause us some cause them some concerns. But ultimately, when it came down to it, we didn't get enough. For, we've talked about our marquee players having to be at, at ten out of ten or hundred percent to to get uh, get a result today, and they were nowhere near. You know, and Pereira in particular well, was so disappointing, so disappointing. I think if we had the August Roberto Pereira. We wouldn't be here sitting here talking about a six-nil defeat. It could be very different. Six-one. Yeah, no, I don't. I genuinely think that we had opportunities. Very much a sliding doors final for us. I think we had chances. We fluffed them again, which has been the sort of the um, all too frequent the last couple of you know, last couple of months, last month really, and it's ended up in a huge, huge, huge disappointment. You can't sugarcoat a six-nil defeat in, a, in an FA Cup final. Absolutely brutal. Um, it's going to be a hard one for everyone to get over. Fans were brilliant. Can't take anything away from the supporters. Absolutely sensational. Superb, um, superb atmosphere throughout. We said we we're going to make the most of it, and as supporters, we did. I think the players will feel like they've let that slip through their fingers to a degree. How's the ankle? The ankle will probably feel much worse tomorrow when the, <laughs> when the Sunday papers arrive and Watford's 6-0 defeat is splashed all over the back pages. 
but yeah, look, it's, it's, I was no way I was going to miss this. I'll do it all again tomorrow, um, regardless of the anchor, whatever. It's been an amazing, amazing experience as Watford supporters. Again, not going to sugarcoat it. Absolutely gutted. Absolutely gutted. Um, but did you think the day wasn't going to go well when you met Ian Holloway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mum and I were interviewed for Talk Sport, and uh, yeah, annoyingly, he was quite pleasant. He was quite jovial with Mum and I, and uh, I found myself warming towards him slightly. So, Oi, stop it. Yeah, maybe it serves me right. Maybe it serves me right. So, but yeah, we've had, you know, we've had some great opportunities, but just the, just the, the, the sight of Watford coming out to that extraordinary show will, will live with me for a long time. But sadly, and as it should, so will that 6 0 scoreboard at the end. So bitter, more bitter than sweet, to be honest. We, you know, we're football fans, we want to see us lift the trophy. We all dared to dream. We all gave ourselves those couple of seconds where you close your eyes and imagine Troy lifting the trophy. We got nowhere near. We got nowhere near, which is, which is disappointing. We'll be uh, back uh, soon with more podcasts. Uh, thank you very much for listening to From the Rookie this season. And uh, we will uh, be back again for our testimony, our 10th season of podcasting, very soon. Come on, you all. Come on, you all.